These are our stories as told by us and may cause some triggers. Names are left out to protect privacy of all parties involved. We do not own the rights to any music in our podcast. And we are not responsible for any distress or damage caused by our podcast as that is not our intent. Welcome back, everyone, to Empowerment by Strength and Faith. This is your host, Danielle. In the last episode, we covered a little bit about what's going to go on on this season. We also talked about the Steve Harvey story and just talked to him and how that story kind of hit home. I told you a little story about my life, I guess. Um, But on this episode, I would like to talk about which branches off from that society. The pressure that society can put on people, victim shaming with abuse, and also the mental health mindset aspect of it. And this is a hard thing to actually speak about because as we all deal with everyday life and things that go on in society and the way people look at us. And when you are in abusive situations, as we touch base on a lot, the mental aspect of it and how it can take a toll on your mind, make you think different, overcoming can be definitely difficult. And I have, you know, been doing this for a while as far as speaking to survivors and people that have dealt with abuse or turn to addiction because of trauma in their life and just society in general as we all have but seeing on so many different levels the way society makes people and can hurt them as well as help them is definitely difficult so Once again, it is hard to, this is a hard subject. Seeing so many different things, my mind goes like AWOL. Um, There's a thousand different stories I could tell you on the way society has made victims feel. So that would like, actually, I would like to touch on that, which eventually I'll end up getting into more in depth, but say it's 12 o'clock midnight on a random day, let's say a Wednesday, for instance, police station gets a call for a domestic disturbance. A neighbor called, hearing people, seeing people, whatever the scenario may be. They get a call. It's a domestic dispute. They arrive. There was some physical abuse that happened all right the police officers arrive they question the people say they're at home that they go to regarding this dispute 
they're interviewing them, they're questioning them, they're getting reports from any but any witnesses that happened, the victim at the time who was the one per se assaulted. And they're having to make a statement just like everybody else. They're telling their side of the story to the first responder. Then they arrest the abuser in this situation. There's a court date set. The victim has to go to court. Once again, they're having to plead their statement. They're having to restate their statement. Not only that, but people are also catching wind of this situation. And they're having to explain it. Say that they don't even have children involved, okay? Say that they don't even have children involved, but people are catching wind. They're asking, what happened? What did you do to set Jeff off, per se? Say his name was Jeff. What did you do to set him off? And court is also continuing. So you're having to go into court constantly while the, this trial is going on. You're constantly retelling that story of the situation that night that the cops were called, not even by you, but by a neighbor. And they're asking you questions as well. You start feeling ashamed. You're being humiliated. You're questioning yourself. What did I do wrong? Did I deserve this? No, sweetheart, you did not deserve that because love does not hurt. But that's the way society is making you feel. They're making you feel like you did something wrong by having to continuously make your victim statements and also look at your abuser every single time you go to court. And these court proceedings are long. Not only that, but every single time that you are out in public, that you run into somebody that has caught wind of your situation. They're asking you questions. And they aren't meaning to make you feel like you're the criminal, but that's exactly what they're doing. You being questions. You're being interrogated. You're having to relive that situation. Just that one. Who knows if there was prior situations. You're feeling weak. But you got to stand strong. Society is breaking you down and they don't even realize it. I touched a little bit on victim shaming in season one. But that's what society does. Not only that, but the court system. So you're going into court, you're facing your abuser, and not only that, but the court asks you at the very, very end for you to stand up and make a victim statement. You're pretty much trying to prove to the courts and to society your side of the story and proving that you're not guilty of anything except for loving and having the wrong person in your life. And that's not your fault. Society will ask you, if it was so bad, why'd you stay for so long? They must have not been in that situation because they don't understand 
that you do actually fall in love with that person. Revisit season one. There is such thing as trauma bonding, and it is so real. Not only that, but abusers have a way of breaking you down just in that situation of that relationship. No prior relationships, which you may have already been broke down because who knows what your story was before that? Who knows what life has been for you? But they do. They break you down. There's so many different cases where you feel that you cannot survive without them. You know, some abusers take away all means of income. They cut you off from family, friends, work, and society judges you. I really wish society would back off, back off, quit questioning people, you know? It doesn't make a hard situation any better. And then the pressure that they put on you. So say that you are a parent, which, by the way, parenting is not easy. I don't think anybody needs reminded of that. But let's just be honest. It's not easy. Even when there's no mental health issues there, there has not been any trauma in your life. There hasn't been any abusive or toxic relationships. It's still not easy. There's a reason why people with lots and lots of money have nannies. And they're even put to shame for having a nanny so that they can work their butt off or live up to society's standards of what society's pedestal is for those people. Parenting is not easy. It doesn't come with a handbook. Yeah, there's what to expect when you're expecting and what to expect through the toddler years, all those different books, but it doesn't come with an individual handbook. Each and every one of us are different and we all handle things different. We all think different. We all feel different, but society just does not make it easy. So say that like I said, say there are children involved and then you're being put to shame. And I'm not saying only women are abused, but I'm going to use a mother, for instance, um, just because I can relate on that aspect. But don't worry, I'm going to cir- circle back around and speak on what society does for men, to men, especially when it comes to abuse. So... For me, for instance, I was a mom. I already dealt with abuse and trauma and all sorts of bullshit in my life. And also, as I said in season one, I was diagnosed with bipolar. I was in and out of therapy. I had PTSD from a young age. I was put through a whole bunch of trauma neglects, abuse. So the way I thought or my mental health sometimes would take a toll, whatever the case may be. And then in adult life, because I was searching for love and the wrong kinds of aspects and just looking for somebody to accept me, I was very vulnerable. 
So it was very easy for me to fall into toxic relationships, not knowing what a healthy relationship was throughout growing up. As a mom of three children, I was put to shame for that previous relationship that almost landed me in the grounds, I guess you could say, almost killed me. And I was asked constantly, why did you put your kids through that? Why'd you say if it was so bad, you guys seem so happy? How dare you take the wheel in these, this abusive relationship and stand firm in court. And now that guy that was part of your children's life is no longer a part of their life. That took a toll on them. You introduce somebody to them and then you take them away. I didn't take them away. His choices took them, him away. I didn't put my children through that. I did protect my children. I would, did think of my children the whole entire time as I was trying to reach out, as I was trying to ask people for help. When I finally started speaking up, once again, it's just so hard to sit here and think about. And then because trauma bond is real and the mental aspect of things, you do still love that person. And then people are like, are you stupid? You have to think about your kids. Yes, I do have to think about my kids. And I am thinking about my kids. There's nothing saying I'm going to take him back. Of course, I was not taking him back. He almost killed me. He almost took my life. And then people are looking at you as, well, if he was so abusive, how can you sit there and say that you still love him? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not God. I don't have all the answers. What? Like, why are you putting me down, society? And then the thing that still makes my skin crawl and makes me nauseous and my stomach turn is I'd be out in public and people would reference me not by my name. That's the girl. I became, that's the girl. Or there she is. I was a she and a girl, that girl. I didn't exactly know what they meant, but I didn't feel good about that. And I still don't. As I mentioned in season one, I would sit there like, okay, well, thank you. I'm just going to hide right here in the very back of this dark corner and I'm not going to move. I don't want people stopping me like, oh my gosh, you look great. Thank you. It's because I am great. Or them walking up to me like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. He didn't kill me, so I'm okay. Not that I would tell them anyways if I wasn't okay because I didn't want any more judgment. But there was constantly judgment. And I still get four and a half later, years later of judgment. They all remember it and 
I live with it on a daily basis all day long. Can we just not talk about it sometimes? That would be fabulous. Or when you are talking about it, because there's nothing wrong with talking about it, if that's what's helping you, I will always have your back on that. Please speak out. Speak up and speak out. Speak loud. Speak loud and proud of who you are and everything you've overcame and continue to overcome because that's something that does take strength and that is something so powerful and so strong and that is something to be proud of. But some people will sit there and say, oh, there she goes again. She's speaking about it. She's just looking for attention. She's looking for people to feel sorry for. No society, that's not the case. That's not the case. Because abuse is real. And my story may help somebody else's. So you're damned if you don't speak up. You're damned if you do. And that's where I'm going to sit here and revisit. Do what's best for you. Because society is going to put a whole bunch of pressure on you no matter what. Society is going to make you out to be something that you aren't. And society is going to put you down no matter what. You can't please any everybody, as they say. So please yourself. You have to live with yourself on a daily basis. Jill down the street, she doesn't have to go live or walk your shoes. And then let me just circle around real quick on society and men. I hate to break the news to anybody that doesn't know men are survivors of abuse too, and they become victims of abuse as well. It is actually harder for them to speak up at times. Like I said, just being real, just being honest, it becomes very hard on them because over the years, it was guys have to be strong. They aren't allowed to show emotions. They aren't allowed to, as society says, to be weak, to be vulnerable, to show emotions. They're held to different standards as us women. And us women are held to different standards of men. But there are some real abusive women out there that these men do fall in love with, that they get in relationship with, or even that they were born into. And then society looks at them like, what do you mean she beat your ass? What do you mean she she busted your lip? You're stronger than her. No, that's a real man that's not putting his hands on a woman as she's throwing hands at him. But society puts them down and they look down on men for speaking out as well. And they're just hold to a different platform of they have to be strong. They're not allowed to have their feelings hurt. They're not allowed to be sensitive It is year 2022. Let's forget all that. Let's forget all that. Let's toss that away. Let's quit holding ourselves to different standards. Let's quit holding ourselves to a higher 
level. Let's actually be honest with ourselves and let's quit society. Let's stop. Just because he's a male does not mean that he's not being physically abused, emotionally abused, or mentally abused. Men too have mental health issues, just as women. You know, abuse doesn't care what the age is. They don't care about what sex you are or even what race you can be. It doesn't care. It's just like cancer. It is real. And society puts way too much pressure on people. And then they're making people feel like absolute shit because of situations. They make it hard for us to speak up. We're made to be out to something that we're not. Don't let society get you down. If you're listening to this and you're a survivor of abuse, you've already overcame so much. And you need to tell yourself that you are not a bad person. And honestly, does Jill or Jeff or Maria or whoever the person may be, do they have that much influence in your life? Are they walking your shoes? Are they paying your bills? Are they living your life? Are they supporting you? Don't let them influence you in a negative manner. Don't let them feel any more negative about yourself than what you already feel. All they're doing is taking a mental toll on you. And I pretty sure everybody's heard, you know, they're renting free space in your head. You are strong. You've overcame so much. Know that it's going to be a daily battle, but you got this. And it doesn't matter what they say because you've already walked hell. That is the end of the time for this show. And if there's any feedback, like I said, in the last episode, email is empowerment by strength and faith at gmail.com. Please feel free to email me. I am here for you. And I understand. I've been there. Thank you guys. Until next time. So if you or if you know someone who is struggling or is in a domestic violence situation, please reach out to the Domestic Violence Hotline, 800-799-7233, or you can also send a text message to 741-741. Also, there are some resources. You can reach out to the Protected Battered Women RC on Facebook. Keep in mind, if you're having suicidal thoughts or you know someone that is, there is also a suicide hotline. That number is 800-273-8255.